Welcome to the Stream of David on Om Times Radio with best-selling author, channel, and creator of the Taya Spiritual Practice, David Strickle, shares the eternal wisdom of the consciousness called the Stream. Prepare to have your mind blown and receive clarity on your life and the universe like you perhaps never have before. And now, your host, David Strickle. Welcome to the Stream of David Show. I'm here with wellness coach, accountability coach, and Taya boot camp graduate, Renee Medor, one of my favorite people. Hi, Renee. Hi, and you're one of my favorite people. <laughs> so, good, so good that we hold each other in such high regard, right? Right. <laughs> well, I'm fortunate because Renee lives here in Palm Springs where I live, so she's become a friend. She joined boot camp first and has since become a friend that I see uh, socially sometimes and then, of course, uh, still active in the Taya community. So I'm happy that we're we're finally having you on the show, and uh, we're going to talk about a lot of wellness issues and how you've applied Taya to your life and, and what's going on with you, and just kind of catch up a little bit. Sounds great. So let's let's dive into that first of all. If, if the listeners have never heard of an accountability coach, it's somewhat self-explanatory, but kind of dive into how that works. Well, essentially what we do is we motivate our clients to health and wellness, and it's not necessarily weight loss. It could be a combination of various things, whether they have a health impairment or a health issue. We're all about just filling the body with proper nutrition, and the side effect is weight loss because there's so many quote-unquote fad diets out there and um you know, people just want a quick fix and this is not, this is, it falls in the weight loss category, but essentially it's just, um, you know, healing your body inside with the proper food and organic food. And along the way we help coach them through, you know, motivation and just keeping them accountable along the way to stay on track with their healthy eating. Yeah, you know, I we, we both have weight loss stories <laughs> in our <Yes>. lives and <laughs> And, and, and once you lose it and, and keep it off, and I, I always say I keep the majority of it off. There's always a good 20 pounds that I'm up and down in my life. But uh, the majority of it, I lost over 100 pounds and kept the vast majority of that off for over 10 years. So I, I call that a, a weight loss uh, win. And right. in, in that journey, I tried everything. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, every diet. I was a vegan for a year. I was on Weight Watchers. I did Atkins. Um, you know, I, I, I and what I found that finally worked for me, I would use a diet, a fad or something to kind of kickstart, right. and then you have to transition to something else because the fad diets don't work for most people. It seems. And what I like, what you post on, on Facebook, and I know what you're into, is is things that are that taste good and feel like a treat, but have a lot, uh, you know, a, a, a lot more uh, density of nutrients and, and lower calorie version. So you still, you're not really denying yourself, but you're, you're eating something that you can enjoy. that's a lot healthier. Let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Well, like yourself, I tried every fad diet out there and I always put on the weight. And as I got older, um, which I know this is going to be part of my whole tie of practice, but I started putting on weight, putting on weight. It was a lot of it I know was emotional stress and just the stress of finances. And that plays a big part in weight gain, as you know. I mean, people will gain weight and not know why. And now our environment now is more toxic than ever. Our foods have more, um, a lot of preservatives 
than it used to. I mean, today, if you ate a bowl of spinach, it would you would have to eat 40 bowls to get the nutrition that it had 40 years ago. So essentially, we have to supplement our nutrition with great supplementation. It, you can't just by eating clean food won't do it. And I got to a point in my this was two years ago, and I just was not feeling well. I was obese. I was overweight. I didn't feel well. And I thought it was just midlife, you know, because I wanted to sleep all the time. And I thought, oh, this is how it is getting older. <laughs> Until I started, you know, actually taking this proper nutrition, and I started feeling better. And I thought, wow, I didn't realize how bad I felt prior to implementing this whole system. And now it's like, I'll never go back because I feel so good. And my joints don't ache like they used to, and I have more energy. So it's a whole process. And a lot of it too was dealing with issues that I had, you know, transgressors that I had back in my past. And that also helps release your weight loss because you don't have that struggle anymore. And it just, it all tied in together, which was, it worked perfectly. It was amazing. That's a good point that you bring up too, because so much of it is mindset. You know, I, I love to flash that, um, that, that 4151 picture of me on social media. I don't anymore, but I have in the past, you know, last year at 51, when I was in the best shape of my life, better than I am now, certainly, but, but a, a huge improvement from where I was at 41 at 300 pounds. Uh, people always say, what was your secret? What did you do? What was your diet? And, and you're absolutely right. It was, uh, Taya didn't really exist in its current state back then. Uh, that was one of the the factors that led me to create the Taya practice was that, but it was emotional. You're right. That there's so mm-hmm. much uh, there's so much emotion tied to it that when you're an emotional eater, or when you're not fully loving yourself, or you have that that negative that transgressor energy that pulls your vibration down, you, you're you're going to hold on to stress, and when you hold on to stress, your body is not it's all it's. Uh, optimum filtration system and our world is is full of toxins so if you're not filtering things out you're going to hold on to things including calories and and other things that are going to cause you to gain weight and experience pain and ultimately illness well and what you just said was spot on because prior to taya i did not love myself because i i would have never said that back then but now i was like wow i now it's like i love myself i enjoy my company i i even tell my friends i'm like (laughs) I'm single right now. I would date myself. That's how much I love myself. <laughs> but it's true. You know, you learn to love yourself and then everything just falls into place. It's amazing how your energy just shifts. And I attracted more abundance abundance in my life, not just health-wise, but just with relationships, with just living a better life and bringing in more um, positive energy into my life, which just by loving myself and actually loving who I am. Yeah. And how, how long have you been out of boot camp now? It's been over a year, hasn't it? Yeah. It's been about a year and a few months. Yeah. 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 So let's yeah. talk about that. How, so you graduated boot camp and your, your life changed while you're in boot camp, and then you, you've continued the practice since then, which is fantastic. And you've yes. continued to sort of expand in your life uh, beyond that. So let's get into that a little bit. Yes. When once I graduated from boot camp, that was the toughest thing for me. It was the I'd say probably the first four modules because you know you dive deep and try to figure out the roots of your problem and you know why you're stagnant in certain areas of your life. So that was tough for me. But then once I, my best part was just writing my vision. And I got to tell you something. Well, my code, I you know some people call it vision, but we call it code. 
And when I wrote my code on the health and wellness part, I was talking to a girlfriend of mine and everything that I wrote in there, it's coming to fruition. I would write stuff like I'm helping people, you know, be successful in health and weight loss and I'm, you know, earning X amount of dollars. I mean, it's like I'm, I'm on my way there and it's, and I read it. I, I used to read it daily and now I probably read it about once every couple of weeks and I read my relationship one and the friendship and then also the abundance one. And I'm constantly doing um, meditations. I love your money mindset meditation. I do that religiously every morning. It's And it's now it's like abundance is coming in. Like I don't even have to think about it. It's just coming, which has been a blessing. So that essentially after the tire practice, I just been implementing it, checking my spiral work. Um, and some days when I'm off kilter, I know that I didn't do a spiral check and I have to take a deep breath, either go do a hike to get back on track and then come back and meditate and just keep working on my spiral work. And that has been helping quite a bit. So yeah, all when you, in all, when you, it's been amazing. Yeah. When you, when you make this your lifestyle and really pay attention to your vibration and, and clean up the transgressor energy, which is very important. It mm -hmm. really brings transformation because it, it does take a lifestyle shift, just like with diet and to keep, you know, get the weight off and keep the weight off, changing your, your mindset towards things. It's, it's, it's all lifestyle. You, you've got to incorporate it all day, every day. It's not something that you can practice, you know, in the morning for half an hour and forget about, right? Right. Exactly. And that's a good point that you said, because I have so many people now always saying to me, Renee, I love your energy. You have such great energy. How, how, how come you're so positive? And I tell them it's been a practice. It's been a lot of work. It's been years of personal development. And, and it's like, now that I've done the tire practice, all the like energy is coming. You know, I meet more people who are spiritual and I meet, you know, so it's, it all ties in. I said, it's, it's a daily thing. It's, it takes work. You know, I just don't wake up and be happy. Yeah. It's a practice. You know, it's something you really got to work on. And it's a whole mindset. You know, and I do daily affirmations every day. You know, it's just working your subconscious mind, too. Well, it never gets old, right? When you when you attract exactly. these these higher vibrational people, I hate to sound judgmental about that, but people that are more spiritual, people that are happier, people that love themselves more, less judgmental, less fear-based, when you, yes. when you see those people flowing into your life and people who are not your vibrational match anymore sort of distancing themselves, you're seeing the law of attraction at play and you're seeing the result of raising your vibration. Absolutely. And if I were to look back at this five years ago, and it, it, it ultimately would hurt my feelings if someone was not in the same vibration as me and would just choose to be not a part of it. But now it's like, it's meant to be, you know, I attract the same vibrational people in my life and the ones that are not attracted to it. And they just, you know, it's, you're still friends with them, but you just don't connect like you used to. And that's okay. You're just growing in different directions. Yeah. Not, you know, I always say my favorite thing is clarity. My favorite yes. manifestation is, is the manifestation of clarity and anytime something like that happens in my life, I always step back and realize, wow, I just got clarity. 
You know, it's mm-hmm. funny because before we went on the air, we were both talking about politics, and I'm not going to dive too deep into that on the show because I'm people. I'm sure people don't want to hear that <laughs> because you can hear it everywhere else. You can dial right. anywhere else on your radio and hear about politics right now. But the the point that we were both making is that we have friends on both sides politically. And we've both maintained friendships on both sides politically. And I think that that's an aspect of this practice. When you zoom out and you're not fearful and there's no judgment, you can ha- you can maintain your friendships. And you don't need people to necessarily agree with you. And you don't need to be right, which is very exactly. freeing. But very part of the freeing. clarity that I've received at this political season is, is that, that I've had some friends that needed me to agree with them on everything or we could no longer be friends. Yeah. And that was that was something that was very clarifying for me when I said, you know, gosh, it's I have friends on both sides and and someone loses their mind and says, well, how in the world can you have that friendship? I don't agree with that. You, you know, you need to think like I do. Well, I don't. And, and if you need me to be like that for us to be friends, then that's probably not going to work out. And, and it hasn't. And it was very clarifying for me to to see that, wow, I have these conditional friendships in my life. Where you know the, we can be friends as long as it's it's light banter, but if there's if we get to any depth and I don't agree with everything that you're saying, then we're done. We can't be friends anymore. Okay, well that's that's very clear to me then, and I actually like that. I I, yes. I, I like that, and that goes into to loving and appreciating yourself, right? Absolutely. Where you you don't need to renegotiate your own feelings to maintain a friendship that is maybe not the highest vibration friendship. Exactly. And it it actually helps me understand people better, too. Like when you say you have clarity, I get clarity from certain friends that I know that they don't have that capability of going deep or or being spiritual, which is fine. Our conversation just stays as it is. And I'm okay with not going deep with that person. But I know that I'm not at the same vibration as them. But it doesn't affect me either way. It's like, that's fine. You know, and I used to be judgmental of people who don't believe the same way I believe or, you know, don't agree with certain things, but it makes me, it helps me understand people better and just know that's their path. And my path is different. You know, it's just a whole different journey that you're on and it's okay. Well, and part of Taya too is really understanding polarity and seeing the evidence of polarity all around us. And of course, there's nothing more polarizing than politics, right? Uh (laughs) And and that idea of uh, the stream said this the other day, I was on an interview somewhere and they they were talking, they brought up the political topic and uh, the the stream I was channeling in the stream said, whenever you feel the need to scatter to a corner and pick a side, that's lower vibrational thinking to begin with, because polarity in and of itself, when you act out on polarity, that that is fear-based. It is lower vibrational thinking. When you can zoom out and appreciate all sides, that's high vibrational thinking. That That is that position of no fear and no judgment. And that's the, the, the test that I give to everything. If you remove fear and you remove judgment, you gain clarity. Exactly. So that's a, a little technique I like to teach in boot camp is Stop and ask yourself, if I remove fear and I remove judgment, which if you remove fear, you really automatically remove judgment. If I remove those two things from this equation, there's my clarity. What, what are my true feelings if I take fear out of it? And you can use that on any topic to make any decision. If you remove fear and you remove judgment, what do you really want? That's your clarity. And it's, it's yeah. a great technique to use. So 
little little tie a tidbit for everybody listening out there. <laughs> yes, and it's always good to hear it again and again. <laughs> yeah. So you said that you're using the uh, the that we have two guided meditations uh, regarding wealth creation. One is the vault, and I know you right. use the vault, but the one that you're using now is the money mindset, and that's the one with the Correct. affirmations. And I love both of them. I really enjoy both of them, but I've been doing more of the money <clears throat> mindset. And one of the great practices in the boot camp that I used to really enjoy is the hour video that you play in your mind, like where you see yourself in the current, you know, yeah, mind current, movie. Yeah. yeah. The, oh, I, that was, I love that because I've always, I always love doing vision stuff and actually talking in the present terms of what's already happening. I've always been big on that because with my prior companies, they were always big proponents on um, personal development and speaking the, it in the now and, yeah. you know, just training your mind that way. So that was one of the best practices that I loved. That module was one of my favorites. Yeah. And you bring in a good point too, to speaking it as if it already is. And of course the second leg of that is speaking it and believing it because exactly. speaking it and believing it and feeling it, that's the process of creation. That, that is a manifestation process. Whereas if you're speaking something and not believing it, then you're, you're actually being counterproductive because the vibration that you're sending out is it's not here and the universe will always answer yes. So you're going to get more of it not being there. That's why I always say release the, the vibration of need because yes. that vibration of need is always met with yes. Yes, you need it. <laughs> you're going to continue to need it because you're exactly. not going to manifest it as long as you think you need it. And that's that's tough for people when they're just learning about these things uh, and of course, you know, getting into Taya boot camp, most people that are in boot camp have already worked with these things and and had some success and had some frustration. And the reason that's why I created Taya in the first place is because people getting into a you know spiritual practice are just learning about the law of attraction, had frustration with it. And I was I, I'm kind of a fan of Joe Rogan. Uh, I don't listen to the podcast, but I watch it on YouTube. and he just has the most interesting guests and has such a variety of ideas on that show that are all over the place. Um, and I really learned something from watching that show. So I watched the Joe Rogan uh, podcast on YouTube, and he was saying something about uh, the book The Secret. And I, I talked to Matt about this on here the other day, and he was really negative about it. And I think the negativity around that book comes from the simplicity of it, that people try these techniques that are suggested in The Secret, and then they, they get frustrated with it. But there's nothing incorrect in the secret at all. It's just some people need more depth. Some people need to understand that there are nuances to any practice or any mindset practice that, that you really have to, to, to pay attention to if you're trying to be intentionally in, in what you're manifesting, that you, you've got to understand that the universe only answers yes that it's not judging, it's not benevolent, it's not caring about your feelings, it's not caring about what you deserve or any of those things. It's always about what your mindset is. And, and if, you're, if you're in the vibe of it already is, then that's what you're going to ultimately get. But exactly. a lot of people are so impatient with these things, right? Well, and as you know, I was very impatient with the whole money aspect because I had, had a hard time with that. Yeah. Well, we're going we're gonna to go to a break real quick. We get right back in a couple of minutes with Renee Madour, and we'll talk more about the Taya practice and law of attraction. We'll be right back with Renee Madour. 
The Taya practice is changing lives all over the world. Listen to what just a few of our Taya Bootcamp graduates have to say. Taya practice has taken my professional life, me, to a new level of abundance and happiness and joy on a daily level of existence that I didn't even know was possible. This work is profound. If you do the Taya Bootcamp and maintain a daily practice, you will fundamentally change your life. It changes everything about you, and it, it, it will affect all other aspects of your life, your health, your, your career, your money, your relationships. And I think that certainly has helped with my anxiety, with my mental health. I'm realizing that, wait a second, I do deserve the best in life. If you're ready to release fear and old limiting beliefs and learn to truly trust the universe to deliver all your desires, then it's time for you to join Taya Bootcamp. Visit thestreamofdavid.com forward slash TYA today and book your free discovery meeting. We're back with Renee Madour talking about accountability and wellness and Taya and manifesting money and weight loss and <laughs> loving oh, yourself you. and all that fun stuff that we talk about all the time on here. So <laughs> let's get in a, a, to a little deeper uh, as far as nutrition goes. I, I know uh, the holidays are coming up and I love to cook. And since COVID has, has entered our lives uh, and there's less things to do socially, I've started cooking more. Uh, I've started eating more, I've gone to the gym less, and I've gotten out of practice with, with a lot of uh, you know healthy things because I'm really just enjoying food, and I always have. And, and even when I lost a substantial amount of weight, I still enjoyed food, but I cut the quantity down quite a bit, and I cut a lot of junk out of my life. I've never been a big junk food eater. I'm not a soda person. I don't eat chips. I don't go to you know McDonald's and stuff like that. But I do like my calories. <laughs> I do like my high-calorie <laughs> foods. So rolling into the holiday season as a wellness coach, how do you uh, suggest we handle that with everything that's going to well, be around us and all the temptation uh, this year? Well, the thing is, well, we don't have parties like we used to. But prior to COVID, there was always Christmas parties and all these parties prior to you know the holidays. And that was really tough for me until I've actually trained my mind to be like, no, no, you don't need to eat every hors d'oeuvre at this party, you know, because <laughs> everything looks so good. So essentially what I would do is I would fill myself with a good, you know, dense nutritional shake prior to going to where it satisfied me. And I would just nibble on a couple things and I was fine with that. And it actually, when you're, when you're fed with the proper nutrition, you lose a lot of the cravings because I used to have such a sweet tooth that I could have a piece of cake for breakfast. I mean, that's how much of a sweet tooth I had, <laughs> but now it's like, I don't have that craving anymore because my body is getting the nourishment that it needs. And that's the problem with today. People think they're eating healthy, whether they're doing any of those other weight loss programs, but if they're prepackaged. A lot of them have preservatives and you're not getting the proper nutrition. So your body, you're not getting the minerals that you need. So your body still craves, it's it's missing something. And that's why we tend to overeat. So once you get the proper nutrition, it's so much easier because like I said, I've tried everything and this, you know, the system that I'm on, it's, it keeps me accountable and I can fall back on it after the holidays. If I put on five pounds during Christmas, that's okay. 
I go back to my system and start feeling amazing again. So the key is, is not beating yourself up too. Yes, you certainly. That's very important. Yeah, I agree with pounds. that. Yeah. Well, I think it is a good practice to not go to a party hungry, just like you don't go to the supermarket hungry, not going exactly. to a party that's got food everywhere, you know, starving to death. Because even though I like to eat, there's no worse feeling than being stuffed. And when yes. you go to a party and you try a little of this, you try a little of that, and suddenly, you know, you're, you're over full and it's it's not a good feeling. It's not a comfortable feeling at all. So no. I think that that's a really good point. And, and then paying attention to what you're eating uh, because there are some healthier choices at parties than others and maybe focusing on the healthier things first as opposed to hitting the cookies first, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, everything's true. vibrational. You know, when I was on keto, I got into the vibe. I got myself off of sugar and sweets all together. And I did it by, you know, you wean yourself off over time and, and you set your mindset toward what you want to be. And I cut even the fake sugar out. I didn't even, uh, you know, I wasn't even eating anything with artificial sweeteners. I'm not a big artificial sweetener person anyway. But in the past, when I, I would go on a low carb diet, I would incorporate like sugar free jello just for a sweet fix. And once I finally got past needing the sweet fix, I was able to just completely, I, I was amazed of, wow, I don't need sugar at all. I'm really off. I got off the addiction of sugar. And it's very mm -hmm. addictive. It really is. It is. So, you know, once I got off of that sugar addiction, I'm back on it now. I'm not as addicted as I used to be, but I'm definitely back eating sugar again now. And, and other things that are not keto because I'm not on a keto diet at the moment. But it, it's interesting how you can get into the vibration of being off and then have it completely out of your system and you're not even wanting it anymore. And I'm aware that I have the ability to do that. It's just disciplining myself to, to do it all the time. I just don't care to discipline myself to do it all the time. But, you know, I can cycle on and off as I need to. And it's something I definitely need to do at this point. So it's good right. that you're on. It's good that I'm getting a little refresher on all this, too. And, yeah, you know, just it's, making it a habit, you know, just a, a daily, like they say, once you start making it a habit daily, like <clears throat> doing the mundane things on a daily basis that are easy to do, but easy not to do, like it's easy not to eat that greasy cheeseburger, but it's easy to do as well. Like if I eat a greasy cheeseburger today, no, it won't affect my health. But if I continuously do it, well, yes, of course it will. Yeah. So it's just doing those mundane things that people don't notice you're doing them and you know, they want to see we're, we're all we're in the world, as you know, as instant gratification. We all want the quantum leap. Well, there's no quantum leap. It's yeah, there's this. Yeah, there's not. There's not. No. And that's so true. That's a good point to, to make, too, that you've got to kind of hack away at it little by little and get in and you change your vibration over time and get better and better and better over time. And then realize and, and for me, falling off the wagon was never uh, a big problem because once you get off of all of the unhealthy food, you feel so much better. And yes. then when you cheat, you feel like crap because your body is really out of that vibration. And then you reintroduce that stuff into your diet and you feel it instantaneously. And there was a time in my 20s, we would go out at night and, and hit Taco Bell on the way home. I couldn't even drive past the Taco Bell today. It would make me so. <laughs> make <it laughs> right. I used to love it. I used to absolutely love it. Yeah. And I just can't do that now. And I know that I can't uh, consume stuff like that at 52, like I ate at 20 and, and, and feel the same, you know, when I consume it and certainly have it affect my body the same. You know, I think our filtration systems are more efficient when we're younger. As we get older, they're just not. 
And it's just part of the aging process that we have to be more careful about what we eat. I know I cannot eat anywhere near the quantity. The holidays or even every day, you know, I could get a cheeseburger and fries after school and then go home and eat dinner and still be hungry. And, and today I couldn't begin to do that. You know, I'm down to two meals a day as it is. And there's some, um, you know, some days I can eat once in a day and I'm fine. And yes, I, I actually like true. that. I like being a little more efficient, you know, with my eating and not having to sit and eat all these, you know, this th idea of three meals a day. Uh, if I do that, I'm going to be stuffed and miserable. It's so true. And I even remember even the um, consuming alcohol. I mean, years ago in college, it was easy. You know, you do three, four nights of just, you know, having fun with friends, drinking alcohol. Now it's like I do one night of that. It takes me a week to recover. <laughs> so just the consumption of alcohol, too. It's like my body and especially once I've cleansed it so much, it's like, no, no, we don't want that toxin, you know, that yeah. toxin level. Yeah, so that's a plus as well. Yeah, when I you know coming into this this thinking that what the stream has shared lately about you know our bodies being filtration systems for everything, uh, you know air pollutants, food, information, noise, everything, that our body is a filtration system, and the higher our vibe is, the the more efficient we are at filtering things, but also not introducing things. You know the the more we have to filter, the more work our body is doing, and the more draining it is on us. So if we're constantly having to fil filter negative information, you know, if we're, if we're addicted to watching the news and we're addicted to junk food and we're addicted to, you know, if we have bad air quality, then our body is having to work that much harder to filter all of these things out. And it's just better not to introduce them in the first place if we can. And then, you know, whatever we do consume that needs to be filtered is more efficient from a high vibrational perspective. So that we're, you know, stress is the thing, the number one thing that causes us to hold on to toxins. Absolutely. But if we're not introducing the toxin in the first place, we're not even having to worry about the filtration process. Exactly. And I don't know if you noticed, David, I mean, well, you've been doing years of Taya, but when I got started in it, I used to have, um, I used to take on more negative energy than I do now. Now I filter it out. But prior to that, it would almost be like if there was somebody negative around me or with negative emotions, I would tolerate that behavior. But now it's, I just back away from it. It's like I, and I, and I can actually pick up on negative energy so much quicker now than ever before. And it's, it, which is a blessing, you know, because you're just like, okay. I love you from afar. <laughs> yeah, well, you're, you're more aware of it, right? You're, you're more aware of it. And it's, it's funny, I, we were talking uh, recently, uh, I was talking to somebody about people that complain about toxic people in their lives. And right. they use the word toxic a lot. And I, I yes. think that, uh, you know, that word gets overused a little bit in our current day society. But if you're surrounded by toxic people all the time, then you're attracting that. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you are, quote unquote, a toxic person. But if you're really focusing on that and you're fearing that, you're probably attracting a lot of that. And that's what you, if you're attracting a lot of toxic people, you got to look at what you're attracting. But you're right. When you're around high vibrational people all the time, you're not going to be none of us are heading toward perfection with any of this and including the Taya practice. And a big component of the Taya practice is understanding vibrational flow and understanding that we are all down our spiral. Sometimes we're all down in what we might call lower vibration or lower energy, sometimes it's just a normal state of being. 
but how we judge that time and how we use that time and what we do through that lower vibrational flow makes all the difference in our lives. So if you're if you're in a lower energy state, you're probably going to attract some lower energy people around you. And then how do you react to that? You know, if, you, if you're noticing that, like right away, if I attract something negative in my path, right away I notice it's an indicator for me that, oh, my vibe is a little lower right now. I need to do some work to raise my vibe. I don't need to change the people necessarily or change anything. I need to raise my vibe and it's going to change that whole experience. And it works every single time. And it's very, very contrary to how we're taught to act in society. We're taught to think like victims and to feel like, gosh, this, this is, you know, this person is here doing something to me. I think very differently. I think I attracted this person and, and how did I do that? And what do I yeah. need to do different to change it, right? Exactly. No, that's so true. And like they say, you know, that expression, thoughts become things. And it's so true because we'll go back to the whole money thing. As you know, I was very, my vibe with money was very low. And until I started believing that abundance, you know, you would always say, you know, the universe pampers me. And I would constantly just tell myself that and doing the money mindset, it really has helped with my subconscious and helped me believe that it's coming. And and it has been, I don't have that fear anymore, quote unquote, like, oh, I can't pay the bills. I'm living paycheck to paycheck. I just know that there's abundance everywhere. And that was, as you know, was one of my things I really had to work on. Yeah. And that's your, your reality is completely shifted as a result of the work that you've done. It's impressive. It's very impressive. Yeah. That's why I wanted to have you on yeah. because you're just such a great success story of someone that's, that's come in and you know, you, you, you are a single person you're, you're not depending on anyone else. You, you are completely self-sufficient and mm-hmm. you, you've really shifted your reality um, significantly in, in every way, your relationships, your health, your, um, you know, the, the state of being of your body, <laughs> your finances, yeah. And, yeah. and you're a self-employed person in the pandemic yeah. and you're not freaking out on Facebook <laughs> no. and, and it's, it's and, or complaining or being a victim, right? Right. <laughs> and it's funny because people will actually say to me, especially once I lost the 60 pounds, they were like, oh my gosh, you look amazing. You look so great. But icing on the cake was, I feel amazing. And they would say, you know, I'll come, you know, I'm always asked, I'll come, you're so single. And I said, I just, I'm, I'm happy with myself. And I know that the right person's going to come. I'm not in any rush. When it happens, it happens. And that person will compliment my life. You know, it's going to be meant to be. I mean, it will, it'll happen. I'm not, but people at my age tend to, you know, freak out and be like, oh my God, I'll never find anybody. But I just know that it's coming. Yeah. Yeah, well, look at you know Stacy um, yes. got married at fifty five. Yeah, Stacy, who was uh, the one of the very first Taya boot camp graduates, one of the first two, she got into right. boot camp and uh, a, a relationship that she from someone that she thought she was never going to see again, uh, who she couldn't uh, make it work, and then she this this person resurfaced in her life and they rekindled the relationship with a new set of tools, and now they're married. Yes. Yeah, so that might be certainly, I know the world tells women that, you know, when you're over 50, you're never going to manifest another relationship or never have true love and all that stuff. And, right. you know, don't, don't play by society's rules. That's all BS. Exactly. I, I see and people break the rules the all the time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, I act like exactly. it's the new 14. So, yeah. <laughs> why not? You know, why, why not? Why not? The, the, we don't have to act old uh, just because there's a, a certain number assigned to us. That's crazy. We can be as silly exactly. as we want to be. And I, I think I'm more playful in my 50s than I was in my fir- thir- 40s and certainly than my 30s. I was so right. serious in my 30s. Gosh, what was I thinking? Yeah, see? Life's supposed to be playful and fun. And, you know, I, I look to have joy in my life every single day. Some, Absolutely. you know, some source of joy throughout the day, every day, no matter what I'm doing. You know, I just spent a week in Wisconsin with Michael uh, getting um, the a house that he owns up there uh, ready for sale. And that could have just been a week of just work. And there right. were aspects of, of the week that were not the most joyous things that we had to take care of. But we did. We had a lot of fun every day, um, you know, taking care of this stuff. We just did. We found joy in the day. And I loved being out of Palm Springs for a bit and experiencing a little bit of fall. And it was out in the country. And that was nice because Palm Springs is, is not a big place, but it's, it's very much... Um, not the country. It's the desert, no. but it's certainly not the country, right? <laughs> very resorty. <laughs> very resorty, very much a celebrity stomping ground. And uh, a lot of your celebrity friends, uh, yeah. you're always, we won't name names, but you have interesting celebrity friends. So that's an interesting <laughs> thing, aspect of you too. Well, and you, you move yeah. about in that world, even though I don't think you really have a, a desire to be a celebrity yourself. Uh, yeah. You know, you're, you're very active in that world. I think that's very interesting too. And I think that, too, has helped with my personality because, as you know, with celebrities, which you've encountered some as well, they're, you know, the personalities are so different. And just I've worked in the film industry and you have to learn to kind of be like a chameleon and just kind of mesh with every personality on set. And, you know, it it makes you a whole rounded being, I think, you know, just dealing with different personalities and just yeah. letting it be what it is, you know? Yeah, we'll dive a little deeper into that. Let's take another break and when we get back. Let's talk about celebrities a little bit and, and life in Southern California. We'll be right okay. back with Brene Madore. The Taya practice is changing lives all over the world. Listen to what just a few of our Taya Bootcamp graduates have to say. I'm so comfortable in my skin and who I am that it just has completely changed my world. It's amazing. I'm so full of joy and clarity every day to feel this good and this amazing. I, as I said, there's, there's no words. I can't stress enough how wonderful this program is. I was living in fear. My life felt like it was a constant groundhog day. Every morning I woke up, I felt, oh, here we go again, you know. This is the first time I feel like I took control of my own life. Probably the best thing ever is that I've always dreamed of this kind of life, and now I am living it. I'm creating it, and it's not a dream anymore, it's reality. It's time to awaken to abundance with the Taya practice in Taya Bootcamp. Visit thestreamofdavid.com forward slash TYA today to learn more about the Taya practice and book your free discovery meeting. And we're back with Renee Madour. So we were, we were kind of talking about celebrities a little bit uh, before we went out. And I, I know that you have friendships and a, a circle that is kind of celebrity centric uh, in LA here in, in Southern California. And 
we're we're seeing a little bit of that infiltrate boot camp these days too, which is nice. But it's it's interesting in celebrity world how everything is just amped up. Everything is sort of uh, on steroids, if you will, not literally, but you know. <laughs> uh, but in Southern California, has that vibe. It's sort of the epicenter of, of pop culture, and we're we're sort of in that. And pop culture is is getting more spiritual. It seems. Uh, it, it does seem like a, a lot of people are sort of interested in dipping their toe into these things, but they're not fully getting what spirituality really is and, and, and what understanding law of attraction really is. And the two things go hand in hand because law of attraction is the process of all creation. And you can't, in my opinion, get too deep into law of attraction without also understanding the spiritual aspect of it. Because there are ideas offered that science cannot yet explain. I know that there are scientific experiments and, and, and theories around law of attraction, but you've got to use your imagination to bridge the gap. And that's what spirituality is to me, is using your imagination to understand what's beyond physical. So let's let's dive into that a little bit from your perspective. You know, how do you manage all that? Because you're you're not really a fairy dust and rainbow. <laughs> spiritual practitioner, but you're into channeling, you're into the stream. So let's talk about that. Tell us about that from your perspective. Well, to be honest with you, I was, when I was younger, I grew up in a small town and very judgmental small town, <laughs> but you know, it was a good foundation. I was brought up Catholic and it was a start of, you know, just being religious. But then as I grew older and left the small town and ventured out here to California, I learned more about different um, spiritualities and how there's got to be more than just all these religious practices, quote unquote. And for a while, I would, I would always tell my friends, I don't think there's a right or wrong religion. I just, they all have their own beliefs. But as I learned more about different practices, I knew that religion was I, I believe that religion is man-made and it's segregation, you know, it's because they all have their own little judgment, you know, attached to it. So I finally just started, you know, via law of attraction, different avenues that way. And that's essentially what brought me to the whole tire practice. And I was like, okay, this makes sense to me. And it was just by, you know, just allowing things to happen and trusting. And ultimately that's what it is. And, you're guided by all these quote unquote guardian angels or what have you that are above and, you know, the conscious level and they're all helping us guide our way on this earth or this, you know, this realm that we're on right now. But, you know, it's, I think everybody wonders what happens after death. You know, it's, it's the unknown, but you just have to trust and know that there's better things, you know, over the horizon or in heaven or what have you, <laughs> whatever heaven means to you. But um, essentially, it's it's really broadened my my scope and just the whole spiritual aspect of it all. And I've been never been happier, you know, because with the whole Catholic religion, it's very judgmental with all kinds of issues in life, and you have that guilt. And now it's like there's no guilt. <laughs> you live you live life with purpose, and that's all that matters. Yeah, I like I like that a lot. Well, and I love that we're none of us know exactly from a human perspective what's beyond 
physical life on planet Earth. We don't. None of us, not one person knows. Not one spiritual teacher knows exactly. We all have our ideas. We've all done our spiritual work. Uh, and, and you can have people that are very um, judgmental in spirituality as well. I, I've ran into a lot of that where they think that they have figured it all out. They know all of it. And this is what it is. You know, I, I my intention with channeling the stream is to channel source. And I have a very clear picture from my perspective of what that is. But what I love about the stream is they are saying that from our human perspective, we are doing our best to perceive something that is well beyond human and well beyond just planet Earth. But we are here having our human experience and that the best we can do is perceive that from our human perspective. And there's nothing right or wrong in, in, in any of that, 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 that we're using our imagination to create our version of what's beyond physical, if we choose to do that. And maybe we choose not to do that at all, and we're going to say there's nothing but, but you know, physical and planet Earth, and that's it. And we're going to call ourselves maybe an atheist. There's nothing wrong with that either. That's the only one that I really struggle with, though, is, is, is people who think that they're so intelligent that unless there's science to back something up, they can't believe in it. But how intelligent are you really if you need science to, you know, you can't fill in any of the gaps with some faith or you can't fill any of the gaps with your own personal set of experiences. And I've had plenty of experiences that I can't readily explain you know, from a scientific perspective, but I know that for me, they were real. And maybe it was exactly. just my mind creating a scenario to allow me to try to, to make sense of what I was experiencing. But in my bubble of reality, they were very real. And I love thinking that there's there's got to be something more than just what's happening here on planet Earth. And gosh, you only need to look at the sky at night to see that the universe is vast and that we're only catching a little glimpse of that in, in, in dots of light that we call stars. And there's got to be more than just this. You know, Absolutely. why in the world would there just be this? <laughs> you know, why in the world would the entire universe just evolve or uh, revolve around what's going on on planet Earth? That's just it doesn't make sense to me. It's not logical at all. We just haven't figured it all out yet. But the stream delivers a lot of good answers to a lot of things that fill in a lot of gaps for me and hopefully for a lot of people. And in doing so, refocuses us on planet Earth and our lives as human beings and gives us tools to be happier in, in this life that we're in. And that's what I love about Taya. That's how Taya got created. And to be honest, that's what really helped me through the beginning of the whole pandemic because there was so much fear you know, just embedded in all of us that about the whole COVID thing and just everything to where I could have gone that, down that rabbit hole, but just listening to the stream and their perspective on it, you know, it being a whole rebirth and whole global reset. And so it helped, it comforted me knowing that, okay, this too shall pass. It's just some, you know, God awful thing that's happening, but it will get better. <laughs> we just got to ride right through it and, you know, and it is, I mean, it's getting better. Things are, you know, but there were so many people around me with that negative vibration to where I was like, nope, I'm not going down that rabbit hole. Yeah. Well, if you're glued to the news, you, you think the world is a horrible place. 
Right. People are dying left and right of COVID, and it's a horrible thing, and it's going to wipe out the planet, and the politics are going to end the world. And, you know, the, the, the news media loves to promote what a horrible place, you know, the United States is and planet Earth is and, and instill a whole lot of fear. But if you turn that off and did not pay attention to the news at all and focused on your daily reality, well, we're eating, we're, we're waking up in the morning, we're, you know, appreciating the sunlight, we're appreciating the rain, we're appreciating the people in our lives, we're appreciating our pets if we have them, we're appreciating hopefully the, the food that we're eating, we're appreciating the fact that we can, you know, do the things that we're capable of doing, and, and that's our bubble of reality. And if you, you take fear from the equation, and if you turn the news off, you're going to take a lot of fear out of the equation and oh, realize absolutely. that, gosh, you know, how bad is life really if I'm not concerned about a political outcome for my happiness, if I'm not terrified of COVID, if I'm not terrified of having to wear a mask or not wearing a mask or who is or who isn't or any of this stuff, if I really am in control of my thought process, how, how awful is life or how good is life? Maybe life's really good. Maybe I need to enjoy every day and not worry about tomorrow so much, not worry about what may or may not happen in the stock market or with employment or my bank account or my health and, and just enjoy being. Gosh, exactly. what, if I, what a crazy idea. What if I just live my life like that rather than, than fearing the things that I'm told I'm supposed to be fearful of? Yeah, living in the present is the key. Yeah, isn't it a crazy that. way to live life when you just find moments of joy throughout your day, every day, and then realize that it's not about the perfect body or the perfect bank account or, you know, living in the perfect place or any of that stuff, that, that there is joy to be found in every moment of every day for every being that's here. State Absolutely. That right now is, is, is less than ideal. Everybody thinks they are. Everybody, because your celebrity friends and, and, and my, I don't have a lot of celebrity friends, but my friends that I, I certainly have a lot of friends that have a lot of money that have the material things and the wealth that are supposed to bring, you know, a lot of happiness and they're not, <laughs> not on a regular basis. And then I know people that, that are very joyful that don't have all that stuff and, and, and you can find joy in any scenario. And, and that's the interesting thing, right? Absolutely. So it, true. That happiness, joy, clarity, and abundance are a state of mind first. And the nice thing is, is when you figure that out, then the true abundance, whatever your version of that is, really does follow that. And it's so hard to convince people of that sometimes. You know, people want to argue for their limitations. And and more importantly, they want to argue for the limitations of others. Yes. So you true. Know, <laughs> if this happens, this bad thing is going to happen. How often do we hear that? Every day. It's crazy. How yeah. often people are just programmed to live in fear and, and, and worry about something that may or may not happen. And how often have we heard that? You know, the sky is falling, the sky is falling, and the sky doesn't fall, and life goes yeah. on. And those of us that have lived a few decades can look around and realize, yeah, I, I feared that in the past, and then it didn't happen. I'm not going to worry about fearing that so much in the future. I'm going to just exactly. just be and enjoy my state of being. Isn't it great when you when you figure that out? Absolutely. And gratitude is key. I do my three daily gratitudes every day. Yeah. Let's in the last couple of minutes that we have, let's talk about your practice. So you're, you're, you give gratitude every day. I know you like to get out in nature and hike. 
you're meditating, you're doing the money mindset is what else are you doing? Um, and then I'm also, you know, checking my spiral, which I, you know, I tend to forget throughout the day. I was like, okay, why am I feeling this way? You know, because now I, I pinpoint it right away. I'm like, okay, why am I feeling this way? What is it that just triggered me, you know, to go down my spiral? And then I address it and then I learn to appreciate what it is and, you know, why it's bringing me down. And then I just um, stay productive and stay busy and just try to appreciate everything and every day and just be happy constantly and just stay up as much as I can. And it's, it's been working. And then at night I just go to bed with a grateful mind and, you know, do the daily practice throughout the day. And it's been amazing. And I read 10 pages of a good book every day. That is key too. I call it my little miracle morning along with your meditation and <laughs> everything else. 10 pages of a good book every day I read. So good I can't advice. wait for your new book to come. Yeah, my uh, <laughs> in about a year you'll have that book. <laughs> Actually, it's in the editing phase right now, and then we're going to decide whether we're going to uh, pursue publishing or just publish it ourselves again. But we'll see. Uh, Great. So, why don't you tell everybody how they can uh, find you if they are interested in wellness coaching or accountability coaching? All the same. Sure, um, they can either email me at my name, which is Renee Medor at gmail.com, or they can also go to my. Uh, I have a actually a private group on Facebook called Live Well by Detoxing Health, Mind, and Body, where I post a lot of informational stuff, stuff on health and wellness and just living with gratitude and so forth. So that's a, a great group. And then so Live also, Well by Detoxing Health, Mind, and Body. Correct. And then they and can then when also, we post this as a podcast, we'll put that link up as as a podcast also. So you oh, can perfect. join just from there. And so you'll be able to go to the, the streamofdavid.com under podcasts and see the Renee, Renee Medor edition uh, and uh, and find a link to that if you can't find it anywhere else, if you can't find it on Facebook. Renee, it's been fantastic having you on. I, I really enjoy your friendship uh, and all of your uh, advancement in life since you graduated boot camp. And, and you're always just a pleasure to talk to. This hour went by quickly, as they often yes. do. <laughs> and the feelings are mutual, my friend. <laughs> so we have to go hiking together really, really soon. Hey, uh, the weather here I'm is, there all the time. Yeah, the weather is so perfect here right now. It's, it's We finally got out of that 100-degree-plus everyday weather, and it's nice and cool yes, out. Yes, So I can't wait to, to go do a hike with you. Maybe we'll take Lola along as well. She likes to go hiking. Yes, she would love it. Yeah. So check out Renee at her in her Facebook group or send her an email if you're interested in wellness coaching or accountability coaching. Uh, and she's incorporated Taya into her uh, her coaching business as well. Renee, thank you yes. so much for being on. And I want to thank everybody for listening. Namaste. And thank you. Namaste.